Hello and welcome to the Mental Health Hotline. If you are obsessive-compulsive, press 1 repeatedly. If you are codependent, ask someone to press 2 for you. If you have multiple personalities, press 3, 4, 5, and 6. If you are paranoid, we know what you are and what you want. Stay on the line and we'll trace your call. If you're delusional, press 7 and your call will be transferred to the mothership. If you are schizophrenic, listen carefully and a small voice will tell you which number to press. If you are depressive, it doesn't matter which number you press. No. Not just another podcast by actor Mark Markarian. Follow, share, subscribe, support. Stay tuned. Our show's coming right up, right now. Understanding it and knowing what natural law is. I'm like, well, that's your opinion then. My oldest son got the, uh, that, I, I really think it has a lot to do with uh, genetics and DNA that component to be an addict. Yeah, but where though? Where does it come from though? Like, yeah, I, I, I see that. Something in the DNA strand. You know what I'm saying to you? Like, you I've think actually... Think... The people that create that DNA? Well, because... see, their mom's family, my wife, mm-hmm. her father was an alcoholic, the brothers, one brother was an alcoholic. Or the culture? Is it just... I think oh, it's it's culture, but I also think it's part of one's structure. Well, they say they're like born one. My one son had the uh, addictive personality, and my youngest son didn't. But he went along and followed my oldest son, and got got into it that way. But usually, they're the ones that can come out of it. Mm-hmm. The ones that really aren't addicts are just doing it to fit in. Yeah, and he did. He he came out of it. He was. And that's it. They come out of it and they do well. But then, like, after a year, year and a half, something happens, right? They fall back, though. Yeah. But they go back to the same amount they were doing. Oh, yeah. that's. And they die. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's for heroin. It's fucked up. For heroin addict, yeah. That's the unfortunate part. <sighs> I don't and get people... I just don't get people that 
he, year after year, like twice a year, they're going into rehab again. Or why is it? Like, what? what's it going to take? What does it take for a man to take so many hits, so many job losses, so much of getting sick and ending up into a rehab? How many times does it take for them the to... What? When's it going to click? The heroin I don't get. With it's any ad, with any addiction, when does it click? Yeah, but the heroin, like, I could never, like... Like, I don't... I guess it's a whole different... The heroin's story. a beast, because it's a it cycle. It is a beast, because... It's, it's evil, it's a devil, and then, and no then, and then with I the induction did, of uh, fentanyl, that was made it even Yeah, and no matter worse. what drug I ever did, I was always, always took... Not enough, and always thought I could take more later. Like I was never like, oh, bam. Well, that's what I think's happening to 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 Phil. But he he thinks he, he could handle it. No, you can't handle it. No. You know what I mean? That's what happens, though. He he. That's his thought pattern. Ah, I'll be okay. You know what I mean? Nine thirty in the morning, dude. Can't do it. Saturday at nine thirty in the morning, you're going. <laughs> you're chasing a bottle. And the funny part is. <sighs> Everyone in this house that heard him say, Oh, you need anything for CVS? I'm going to CVS. He knew exactly where he was going. He wasn't going to CVS. He knew right. he was going up there because the, the liquor store opens at 10 o'clock, probably. That's why it was 9 30 and he was leaving. And then by noon, he's fucking hammered on the porch. Like, you, for, like I, if you forget that you're talking to other addicts. <laughs> I was up there at Giant buying cheap vegetables through an app. And oh, that flash sale? Yeah. Man. And the app wouldn't work. So I had to go outside to get a better signal on my data for my cell phone. And I'm just leaning outside. And there goes Phil, right by on his bike. I'm like, where the fuck is he going? Oh, up there. Up the giant. So I filmed him. I was like 100 yards away, 50 yards away. and I But I zoomed in on it. And he, he just puts his bike against the pillar, walks in. I'm like, oh, fuck. Now, I was really disappointed and, and worried about him. And I was like, I was in, I, I was unbelievable, it was unbelievable to me. Like, why? Why are you doing this? But, like, did, you knew, though. You knew he tripped before that. I didn't really know. He's an expert. Even Ron did, couldn't know sometimes. Dude, I knew every time. Because Ron, all Ron tries to do is like, uh, oh, I didn't smell anything on his breath, he'd say. And I go, Ron, he's a fucking expert. He's, you're not going to smell anything. Yeah, but breath. there's a total different attitude change. Like, oh. The, when he's scared to ask for a cigarette, he's not, he wasn't drinking. When he's right. scared to come out here on the Yeah, when he's all animated and out here. When he's up in his room and antisocial, then all of a sudden he comes down here and he's like, hey, right. oh, you think Ron That's it. Office? Yeah, that's right. it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I knew it then, but... He's all like, he's got that, like, you'd think he was on, like, coke or something. Any, anyone that didn't know anything, he'd think he was all coked up or something. Yeah. From Phil Normal, like, yeah. sober Phil to... Yeah, to... But, but jerk off in your face, Phil. Just totally. <laughs> But he knew. The minute I got up, I was sitting right where you were. The minute I got up, I said, all right, I had enough, enough of this negative conversation. And as soon as, by the time I got to the door, I was like, oh, Mike, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just an asshole, I'm sorry. 
was like, it's alright, dude. I'm t- I don't take anything to heart. Then he sent me an apology the next morning. Never, never I apologize to him. I said to him, "Look, I." Yeah, you're trying to help him. Just, I, I, yeah, but I should have came to him with that yeah. instead of right to Ron. But you know what? He's not going to be accountable to me. You know what I'm saying to you? Like he needed somebody to, for him to be accountable to. And what better person than his fucking landlord, who has the power to kick him out or not? Do you know what I'm saying? I thought that would be an incentive for him. That would be an incentive for him to, you know, because if I showed him it, like, oh yeah, whatever, <laughs> you know, I'm doing what I want, motherfucker. Who are you? You're not a friend. Yeah, blah blah blah. The whole, whole right? Thing. Yeah. Oh, I knew something was up. Oh, it was weeks ago when I was in the Poconos, and he texted me. Says, uh, he's like, you think this, you think this whole, this reface or whatever that Mark does is all funny and all? I said, yeah, dude. I don't take a. Well, he thought it. I would do shit and and put it on. I don't do it. I just kept it between us. I don't put it on social he, media. Uh, he takes it, and that's that's the that's the catastrophic thinking of an addict. Is he takes it and thinks the worst possible right scenario. Parent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Catastrophic thinking. Right, right. And he's like, oh, he's making money off our our. Oh my god, no. Dude. Never. He's like, are you with me? I'm like, it's what are we? What the money this, the I made was thing? all me and my face and doing stupid shit. Yeah, just... Until I got fucking fished by an email. I'm still contemplating uh, taking Meta and Facebook to, to small claims court. For you can go up to $12,000 in small claims. And they're not going to bother with a small-time cookie like me. I'm liable to get the money. It's worth the $50 fee to do it. Why? Wow, what'd they do to you? Well, I was scammed. And I lost almost $5,000. They sent it to some other bank account fucking Las Vegas from my account. And I, you could actually go into my account and, and see it. It's all there. The proof. What, there and I have emailed them. Four to five thousand dollars I lost when what I was, was really making the money. I was making like a, some really good money from posting Facebook. Videos. Yes. And then what happened? What did they say? Oh, we're going to put this money in your account. I got a scam email that looked like it came from Facebook, and I fell for it. Okay. So initially, it's my fault for falling for the phishing scam. But I, I alerted Facebook and tried to contact Facebook customer service and said, look, I got scammed. That money is, my money went to someone else. It's not even me. It's not my bank account. I don't know what the bank account this is. And I tried to rectify it. Hopefully, maybe Facebook's got insurance to, okay, let me, let's get your money back. You know, something. What, were they were going to send you money? No, that was money that was supposed to come to me. That the, the fishers hacked into my account. I oh, see so you had five grand in your account, and they took it out, or they put it in there and then took it out. That's what I'm trying. Because my buddy, he did. This you whole... accumulate money, and they fished my account. They got my. They got a hold of my password, and they went into my account and made. I made up another dummy, another uh, bank account, account of their own, in my account. 
Bank account fake and Facebook account. Now, they 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 logged into my account. Follow me. The the Fishers, whoever the fuck well, it was. What, what account did they log into? Your Facebook or your bank account? Facebook. Okay. Created another bank account because you can have multiple bank accounts yeah. in your Facebook uh-huh. thing when you're a business account. They took control of the Facebook account and, and funneled and the money. Were, and it was a crew and in that account and you let it sit there. I couldn't touch it because it, it, they, they they changed the main account for the deposits to go into. Instead of my, my real bank account. <laughs> so you really did earn the $5,000. Yes. And then they took it out of your Facebook account and put it in their bank account. Before you had right. a chance to put it It's automatic account. through Facebook. You can have it set up like that. Alright, And I couldn't get it fixed. They're so fucking big, they, they don't... They're too big for their own good, for their own users. So, I'm... You know... Yeah, so it's not like you, did, you didn't do anything wrong. Somehow they fished Facebook's... They faced... Well, Facebook's I did fall for privacy. the phishing email that allowed them to access my account, okay? Which is not Facebook's fault. I get those messages all the time. But it looks so legit, Mike, you couldn't tell. And I'm good at this shit. I'm good at seeing a scam a mile away. Looking back at that email, did you notice anything now? Like usually there's like, on the like Facebook letterhead or whatever, like a part of the E will be missing or a part of the F. You know what I mean? Like it, was, it was a total fake thing. Usually um, there's always something wrong. You know? Um, like it could be the big F for Facebook, but that bottom is a little shorter than the top. I mean, really, I should get my five grand back. Yeah, if you earned it, you should. <clears throat> I mean, I'm thinking, okay, they can't help me. They don't have insurance or what they said. They something said against something scams. or. That, that there really was no resolution. It was all back and forth bullshit. They should be at least investigating who. The and fuck Meta now are. owns Instagram. Well, For some reason, they they closed my Instagram. I can't get into my actor marker carrying Instagram. I had that for a month. It's fucking retarded. I couldn't get into Instagram. I couldn't get into Facebook Messenger, but I could get into Facebook. Everything's a fight. Meta is just a parent corporation they created. Whatever his name is, Lizard Man. No wonder people drink. <laughs> yeah, just think there's people out there making millions every day off of that shit, doing that shit. Doing exactly what you're doing. They're sitting, and they're sitting behind a fucking... They are, but in a it's, desert, it's constant. In fucking the middle of Congo. It's, it's constant work. With a laptop. Yeah, it's true. Funding, funding illegal activity. Or Russian, Russian... I mean, people of high intelligence are doing this. Oh yeah. Like who hires this? Like, listen, I'm gonna pay you this much money. You're gonna work for me three years because you're gonna embezzle four million dollars out of people. My buddy fell for all this trick in the book. Like I, we've been, I did so many Western Union trainings with Giant because that was big, like many scams, stopping grandparents from sending thousands to this 
Oh, right. grandson. I said, did you call your grandson? I guarantee he's home right now. Right. Call him. Has no clue. What you're... Don't even, they don't even call him. Oh, he's in trouble. He's down in Mexico. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. he's not. He's not dead. He's not in jail. Call him. Call his house before. I'm not sending this. I'm not sending this. I'm calling his mother. I'm calling his... Yeah, call his mother. That's what I want you to do. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He is home. Ah. But my buddy, he something with Venmo. He applied for one of those same-day short-term loans or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it could have been legit. It, it could have very well been legit. You never have to send money to get a loan. If he you remember send, that. He didn't have to send Yeah, He didn't send money. They, they might have they used him as a scam. Like he was the, oh. the missing link. Uh-huh. Because they said, we're going to send you $3,000 into your into your Venmo. Leave it in your Venmo. It has to stay in your Venmo. And then we'll call you when you can take it and put it in your... They put it in his Venmo, he transfers it right away to his bank account. Then somehow, it made his bank account negative because they didn't do... They didn't pay the Venmo or something. They didn't pay the Venmo. Like, this happened to me one time with my boss paid me. He paid me like $400 on Venmo. I transferred it to my bank account, and I literally was in Ross when this was all going on. I spent like $200 in Ross. I went up the street to Giant, bought stuff, and then uh, I bought luggage somewhere else. Dude, I spent the $400 within an hour. And next thing you know, I look in my thing, my Venmo account has $400 back in it, and my bank account's negative $400. i am like, how the fuck did that happen? So, of course, me, it takes the 400 I said, called my sister, because I was heading to the Maryland. I said, I'm going to send you 400 on Venmo. Just take it out when I, when I come down to see it. Take it out. I was like, damn, I got 400 <laughs> Fuck, it makes no sense, Mike. <laughs> but that, I don't understand how that happened. I don't either. Unless you uh, no. spent your bank account, no, didn't really do the transfer. Because yeah, when I do a transfer, I always the check money. the bank first yeah, but why before I spend they it. They would never let me spend the money. So it was in there, and then somehow Venmo withdrew it or something. I don't know. I could not tell you for the life of me what that meant. But he, the minute they put the money in the account, he was watching. Boom. He tried, He got. I don't know if he got. What he thought. If he got scared. If he just wanted wanted the money or whatever. And next thing you know, so now he, he was two thousand. Like he didn't spend it. He just moved it to his bank account. Right. Next thing you know, his bank account's negative two thousand dollars. There's no money in the Venmo now. There's no they, way they, they would s- know. They scammed him somehow. Like they must have known that he was going to move it. Ooh. Yes. Who is it? Ace. Uh, it's crazy. Like I don't. For the life of me. Ace, what are you doing? Here. So now his bank account. Where? I gotta, I gotta do it. Oh, there he is. You can see the chasing white. Something. Chasing. Around. So Sean and his buddy Vahan, who's a, a Armenian brother yeah. of mine, trying to get up a podcast. I think they had a fight already. <laughs> uh yeah, so I made a I made a complete episode. I made a complete episode 
I was up there with them when they were just starting it and recording shit, and they were just trying to get down um, just some sound bites and just pr- basically practicing. So I did. I said, "Let me do a." Uh, I said, "I need an episode, so let me do one of the making of a podcast for here." So I was having fun up there with them. Well, what's their podcast going to be about? Cause both he's way out there, and this guy's like, "What's he talking about? Aliens." Like, they're not on the same wavelength, so what's the podcast going to be? It's called, uh, Nights in Toilet Paper. <laughs> but what's, is it about anything? Like It's kind of a self, self-help self comedy is what they're, they they want to do. There's Ace right there. Huh? Ace is right there. Yeah, yeah he just came. came. The fuck is all over you? That's all good. No, that, that was an Ace out there. Crickets. Yeah, crickets. All good. Fucking crickets. Oh, there you go. No, one cricket. There was two of them. Oh. What the hell you thought Ace was, was out there. I. Was you it? saw it. What it yeah, what was that? I don't know. Another cat. Yeah, you had two crickets all over you. I'm like, what the hell? I was going to go feed them to the darn lizards. Battle Royal. Hey, we're talking to you, Hawk. Yes, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching. Who is it? The big one. Ah, it's not. San Hagen. Oldies. Last week was. Just the, fight night. Who won that fight, Gunther or? See, they have fight nights and then they have their big pay per views. Fight nights are just. What's, who won last week? Corey A. Grunchy or Granky? <laughs> I, I don't know. I forget. What are you doing? What are you going over there for, boy? Huh? What are you doing? I don't want to uh, invade you guys' conversation with this. Oh, that's all right. Because Laura's loud. <laughs> you said it, not me. All right, Mike. Thank you, brother. Okay. And here comes the man. You guys want to be on my uh, podcast? <laughs> Recording. Got any permission? Oh, we have Laura here now. Oh, Frankie's gone. Frankie. Yeah. Mark's recording. Hey, what's up? Say hi. Welcome to the show, Laura. That's because you gotta call me back. So how did Phil get to Florida? Any idea? Uh, somebody came and picked him up. Somebody picked him up. Huh? Uh. These malls are out of control out here. Flies are out of control too. That's okay right now. I know. I came out here when you were at work, and now it's there was like ten fucking flies all around me. Dude, I was about ready to go get the damn blowtorch. I was gonna go ape shit on. Like I said, we need a manswatter. Damn right, man. Oh, yeah. Well, I fed the cat, gave water. Now he wanted to come outside. I saw another, we saw another cat. I thought it was Ace. Oh, yeah? 
There is a white one around here. That white, like behind his legs and shit? Yeah. That's the one I saw. I thought it was Ace. You try to get even closer, he starts to take off. Any good BK stories? <laughs> oh, I did have something cool happen today. What so happened? We had two dogs that came through the drive through today. The first one was a husky. Driving the car? Was, huh? <laughs> yeah, I wish it was driving the car. <laughs> uh, but it was a female husky, right? Blue eyes. Gorgeous. So, okay. I put my hand out. She licks it real slow. And I said, I'll be right back. And I went and got a chicken nugget, right? Okay. I asked uh, the, the driver if I could give it to her. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So I went like this and I held it up and she comes up slowly and licks it. And then looks at me and then takes it so slow and gently. Wow. And it looks at me, right? Right. And I'm like, all right, good puffers. I said, oh, I'll be right back. And I filled up a uh, little container of ice cream. Uh-oh. And I gave it to him. He goes, no way. I'm like, y'all. I said, do this for the dogs that come in. And uh, I put it up to her nose. Right. And she started licking it. I'm like, all right, it's all yours. And I gave it to him. Said, all right, <laughs> get us some food for the ride. <laughs> and then we had another dog that came in. This dog, I, I couldn't even get close to him. Right. He was a door. Right. With a muzzle. <laughs> right. He heard my voice in the drive-thru. And he came through, I guess her husband was on the right. She was the driver. And uh, he comes over and he goes to the side, right on her shoulder, and just staring at him. Whips the head around. You know, growl. <laughs> I'm like, really? Shut up. That's what I said. So, and she starts laughing. And he's like, and like in the muzzle. Yeah. And I'm like, you want a chicken nugget too? She goes, he ain't going to like you. He's going to go ape. Yeah. And I came over and he just starts growling. How that fucking idiot with a muzzle? He did. How can he? There's room in there. Yeah, there is? You just can't bite somebody. All right. Well, he was growling something fierce, and I put it up there, and then he stopped because he smelled it. Yeah. And I stuck it through the freaking muzzle, and he freaking ate it. <laughs> and he didn't, didn't growl at me anymore. And she's like, wow, that's a first. And they, they muzzle him because he can't get close to anybody. Right. He's very protective of the owners. That ain't great. That's an untrained Doberman. Oh, untrained Doberman, yeah. It's gotta be. Huh? But yeah. Oh, sorry, if I would have known you didn't like the Bosque, I would have saved some for you without it. Oh, no, no, no. That's good, man. Got plenty of food. Thanks, thanks anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that was the coolest thing that happened today. Well, time to go watch the UFC. I got enough in the can here. 25 and a half minutes. <laughs> it's good for another program. Peace out. Peace. You know, he, uh, he was in deep. You know, I met his mother once. I knew, I, I knew he, uh, he wanted out, he wanted her fucking out, and he took it, you know? I get it. That happened to Brian, 
Cody, Alfred Sullivan, your sons. I know so many young people in the cemetery. And I go in the end, fuck, maybe they got something, maybe they know something real. But, yeah, I mean, we're great. We're right All those 80s, 90s kids, man, they got fucked. They got fucked totally. The introduction of fentanyl. Yeah, back in that, back in ninety. Thirty-five trillion back. It's guys before you didn't do it. Stand up. Responsibility to them. No, and the feds are. You know what? My friend Shannon buys his Xanax, uh, and I never took one. She gave me one, and. I took a tiny amount of it, small little tiny pill, and it's a fake pill, and it has fentanyl. I knocked out uh, literally. What are you talking about? Xanax with fentanyl in it? Yeah, that's the best. Never heard of it. That pill right now is what's killing most people. They're adding uh, the quick panics and compressing the pills. the only medicine anybody should ever take, if that, is one that's prescribed to them for a health condition. That's it. Yeah. If you're doing anything outside of that, you're a fool. Well, you know... You can't escape your pain. My sick mind... You can't does. numb pain. Yeah. It comes back. It and, does. And that's the vicious cycle. Of addiction. Well, you know, I uh, have some fun making. The last one I put up, and maybe the last one for a while, um, so I get a job, is called The Sanctity of Pain. That was the title of it. You know, they call it The Sanctity of Marriage. But in the end, you know, Pain, if you live long enough and you, and you work through it, it turns into something that's very holy. You know, it connects us with, with our birth, with our, the pain of our mother as she gave birth to us, and uh, the fear of the unknown. Is it really a heaven or is this just, you know, Ron doesn't believe in God anymore, wants his brother did what he did. But maybe he's right, maybe this is it. Maybe it's just all a bunch of. No, I don't believe that. You don't? No. I think our souls go on. And, uh, yeah, I think we go to another plane. Uh, well, you've really um, been a remarkable uh, example of humility. I've watched you, and there was a time, you know, when I was like, you know, like you were my worst enemy in some ways because you just you know, were mirroring back to me what I didn't like about myself a lot, and maybe with some of your dysfunction, but I've watched you um, be a man of service and a person that gives back more than he receives, despite having lost his fucking children. That's fucking incredible, buddy. God watches people like that, you know, and you're from Armenia. That's why I gotta get you a bottle of fucking Armenian wine, even if you don't ever drink it. Michael Francis one. He's always pumping. Because people accuse him of being an alcoholic and kind of shipping beers. Right. He always has a glass of wine when he's doing his podcast and he tells you, you know, look, I grew up in an Italian family. If we drank more than one glass of wine. Well, that's the myth of AA as far as like, I guess there are some people who can't have a drink here and there because it just, 
it just snowballs for them. Right. Whereas I can have a beer one one week and not have another one for a year. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. That, I, I can have a night of blowing off steam. I've never and then it. never do it again for another year or I two. I believe that Brian and you know? Brandon had the disease of addiction. Do you think they were just affected by social uh, stuff? No, I think Brandon did. Okay. Brandon had... See, I believe that it's a... Uh, uh, they have a gene of... Uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Uh... The addictive uh, personality. Yeah. I think they have in, in, uh, in some sort of gene in the DNA. Because Brandon was so much like his mother, who also was a functional alcoholic. Her father was a full-blown alcoholic. One of her brothers was an alcoholic. Uh-huh. Brian had more of my genes. Okay. I never met Brandon, sorry. Yeah, um, Brandon was a lot like his mother. Yeah. Brian was more like me, personality-wise, intelligent-wise, and but he worshipped his brother, Brandon. He did. He wor- It was his older brother. He worshipped his older brother. He did. He followed. What happened? And got tied up. What did Brian do when he found out that, that his brother was using? Well, they ended up living together because I had to kick them out. Uh-huh. They were living with me in an apartment on 611. And they couldn't they couldn't pony up rent for months. And I just looked, that's it. I can't. And they were working too. Yeah. Yeah. And I just put my foot down. I said, I can't do this, guys. You got to find somewhere else to live because you're not paying me rent. That must have been hard. It was the hardest thing I ever had to do. I bet, man. You're kicking your own kids out. Were you single at the time? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that was kind of ending it with Dawn. and. What 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 were they hearing from your ex-wife when you did that? I I have no idea. Okay. She wasn't saying, ah, he's a fucking asshole. Nah, she never did that. That's amazing. So did they move out? I just kind of feel... I made some mistakes along the way. I was supposed to have Ryan live with me. I think things would have been so much different yeah. if, if Ryan did live with me. Yeah, and not not. But who knows? I, you know, I'm not going to second guess anything. It took me a lot of years of uh, therapy to not blame myself. Dude, you know what I mean, I- like. He went down to Kensington, and I looked in the window. And you know, but that, even for Brandon. Yeah. So how did they move out? Was it like... More for Brandon. Did they go out and be homeless for a while, or did they go with friends? Ah, they went and, and lived with their cousins in the city. It was horrible. I forget what part of the city it was, but it was, it was run down, and I yanked Brandon out of there and shipped him to Florida following week after I found a needle in his fucking shorts. Oh, that was right from the pick of the fucking... That was in the very beginning. Oh, the opioid thing. It was the very beginning I found out he was using. It was horrible. <clears throat> Unbelievable. Stick in my hand. You know, just gathering up his clothes because he was home. 
he came visited me. I don't want to go to work. I'm sick. And I thought he was just sick like a cold or flu or some shit. Yeah. Here he was just coming down from heroin. I didn't know it at the time, but I would say, oh, I wash his clothes. I pick up his clothes, stuck my hand. You know, you take your shit out of the pockets before you do wash, you know? Yeah. So I'm putting my hand, I pull out a fucking needle. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Was it covered with a tip on it? No. Nah. I could have jabbed myself, yeah. Oh, my God. Boy, that says a lot right there. That means so the following week, I don't know how I did it, but I got on the fucking internet, researched my ass off, and the following week, I fucking went down to where he was living and yanked him out. Let's go. It's time. You know, he was really reluctant, but he did. Took him to the airport. Flight to Florida. Set we set it all up, him and my wife, ex-wife and I. And then that was the beginning of years of using and and relapsing and getting better and relaxing and getting better, like the you know the cycle. It's fucked up. Oh man! So from that day when he went to Florida, so his. Uh, yeah, he was down there a week, two weeks. How many years was that? Good question. Um, it was a few. Yeah. God damn it, you know. Yeah, it was a while. Um, well, in a way, like, you know... The worst part was even seeing Ryan just degrade living with him. Yeah. It's like, my God. Dude, I don't even know how. Like, I'm so blessed that my son's not doing any of that, but... You know what's weird? Like, Ryan, the guy I was just up with, gave Wyatt weed. Wyatt's never done a drug in his life. Yeah. And Wyatt told me uh, a couple weeks ago that he was smoking. And... My initial feeling was like, fuck, oh, man. That's what got me sore. You see me it's on It's not the always a gateway. It isn't. Nah, no, I don't think so. I'm just fucking letting it go. You know, if he wants to... Uh... He's got a head on his shoulders. You have nothing to worry about. Well, an interesting thing. His best friend in high school is now a girl. And she's pretty cute and kind of an interesting person, for sure. And they all went out to this kind of rave thing out in Pittsburgh. Why sending me these pictures that were kind of unusual? He's in this place with all these colored lights. He's got a mask on. And so what? Not him. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, my fear is that any young kid would ever associate guilt or shame with a choice of sex, whether it be a transgender or gay or something like that. If you're doing something that you like to do, you gotta hide, you gotta be secret, you gotta be guilty. I don't dig it. So I made the mistake of t- talking about this with my ex-wife. Not why, I never brought it up. And she turned it around and tells Wyatt that it turns into this whole moral thing, like I'm really scared that he'll fucking wanna be with a transgender, you know, like making it like I'm a fucking racist or something. <laughs> right. Or a homophobe. And I never responded to Wyatt or tried to defend it, but it's like, fuck. So that's what my family does 
Sandy and her original three kids, they turned me into the bat, the fall guy, and that's just what happened the last 24 hours. Right. In the meantime, oh, his son, Cypress, who's 13, glommed onto me for one day. And What's that word? What? Glom. Ryan's kid. Glommed? Yeah, in other words... What's that? It means that he was really, like, wanting to talk to me, because... Finally, there was a man in the house, an older man, uh, that he could fucking talk to. Right. And he confided in me that he had a tech. He went, uh, and changed his name from Solomon to Cypress. Why? Uh, because he went through this stage, you know, where I forget the, what the kids are calling it now, where you're not identified with either side. What do you mean, neutral? sexually? What? What do you mean, sexually? Sexually. He's, he's confused. Girl, girl, and he's kind of cool. Well, you know, a lot of people are born with extra, like, you know, you know, like effeminate men. Yeah. But you could swear if you look at them funny, they look like women. And they're usually the type who end up getting changes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's another thing that's, it's not learned. It's, it's, it's inherent in their genes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your 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 butchy type women. Right. Some just remain lesbians and have a w woman partner. Uh, the more effeminate men have tra have uh, sexual uh, operations. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Love is love is what it is, and. Hey man, how you doing? Right. Have you ever bumped into uh, Big Wigan? Big Wigan when he's in drag. Sometimes when he's blacked out, of course, I saw him lipstick tonight, and you know I'm up all night doing speed. You're lying. I to swear me. to fucking God. I've never. No. He'll, he'll, yeah, he'll dip into the bathroom. He's in blackout. He doesn't even know what he's doing. <laughs> That, he, and he doesn't know, I saw him, even though I'm coming, he's talking to him in the fucking hallway, and he's flattened the fuck out, looking at me, and he looks real cute with his fucking, fucking highlighter on, and fucking Yeah, he's turning you on? <laughs> no! <laughs> he invites you in his room? It's like, you know, there's always some kind of fucking freaky fetish God help that goes us. along with all this shit, you But, uh... None of that stuff freaks me out, I, I'm okay with anybody doing whatever they want. But if just, just don't push it on me, right? No. <laughs> right. Fuck, man. Exactly. And, and All right, we're out of here. Shit too. That's it. Fucking, finally, Gargus came out at the Pride Parade uh, up in Doylestown and announced that he was sunk. Because yeah. you can't call yourself gay anymore. Those people, that... <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Like the kids... So anyway, Cypress starts telling me about his previous year when he was hell you know, he's going through this change and right. he's getting twisted around by people's fucking energies. Kids are picking on him. Uh -huh. He has nobody at home to talk to. And Ryan right. is not that guy. Well they have to see a therapist. There's a lot of therapy involved before any kind of sex change. They have to go through ringers. Oh you my know. God. And in the meantime, he's developed And stuttering. so much money. Oh, my God. 
I don't know how they do it. Actually, it's just starters like you can't believe. They're probably some of the strongest people on the planet who go through a sex change. Honestly, if you, you think know, about it. You know, when I was getting my cystoscopy. Hold on, let me talk to Steve. Yep. Anyway. What's up, brother? It's been good. It's been real. Hope you enjoyed yeah, this one. Uh, a little weird, um, freaky, touchy subjects, no, but it was good. See you next week. This has been a Mark McCarrion production. <laughs>